Okay, here we go. Uh, we are recording. Okay, uh, so tell me the again this is Startup Hop. We are doing a podcast at today, and this is my first person on my podcast, uh, Janet. Janet Bulgreen. Janet Bulgreen. Okay. I would say in the beginning, is and my podcast. So, SEO Tour Booster is an SEO tool. Okay, push the middle of a, a loud room of start a podcast. Tell me a little bit about why you're yourself first. Well, I have a company called Scale Up Executives. We are a group of serial entrepreneurs who have turned our attention to helping startups and mid mid-sized companies scale up. Gotcha. Structure their company so that they can actually scale up. It's okay. not an easy thing to do, as you know. Gotcha. My, my big question then is, you know, because I have, I'm an entrepreneur, I have several companies, I'll tell you a little bit about if you're interested. Uh, the biggest problem for, you know, startup company is they don't have any money. Exactly. That's what they all say. So, how do you overcome that one, the big one? Because I do have a caveat. I did consulting with startups here in Florida, and I used to say the best clients were guys with money. Exactly. But um, is that who you deal with, or you deal with everybody? No, we deal with people who, okay. who have some kind of funding, yes. Okay. We, we are not a nonprofit. Gotcha, gotcha. We're okay. not a .org, as I say. Gotcha. Are you, are you the team members are missing? Say that again? Are you the team members that they are missing? Yes, we are. Okay. okay. We can, what, what we've learned is that, and it's true of ourselves as well, that as an entrepreneur, you have a very clear, strong skill set, and uh, you kind of ignore the other aspects of business that are required. You ignore it, or you put it off, or you... Uh, take a long time and try to learn it, but most people don't do that. So we come along, we check out your vision, check out the steps to get to your vision, and we fill in the gaps. How, how did you, I mean, I, I've been in startups originally, did you have a regular career before you did startup? Or, yes. Or you've been in both? Like, I've been in both. Okay. I've been in both. Okay. Was it by accident your startups, or did you got let go, or did you quit, or what happened? All of the above. <laughs> Some of the fired. Or what you want to tell me what. <laughs> well, I actually um, I got replaced. And where are you from originally? I, I'm from Boston. Boston. I I was in a company and they replaced me with a man, okay. which was rather expensive for them as they came to find out. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I I've, I've had a long and varied career. I had a lot of media experience. Um, I've done marketing communications, ran a Marcom company of 40 people, and um, have a a technology background as well. I have a half a dozen patents, and uh, I've been in the drone business. Drone? Are you still in that business or no? Yes, a little bit, but it's not what we thought it was. We were too early to that game. Gotcha. So that's one gotcha. of the that's one of the hard knocks that we've learned along the way. Yeah, I, I have a whole saying about I talk about with people having to do with both um, having to do with trends, whether you're in a corporation or out of a corporation or a startup. Where are you in the trend? Are you at the beginning of the trend? Exactly. Or is it mature? And you find out the hard way. You're too. Busy. 
you're way before the trend. Right. Yeah. You're, if you're way before the trend, you become an educator. And that's that's a long process and yeah. not well funded. <laughs> but if you make it, I, I have a cousin who um, was the the first guy with the panel. The first guy. The father of the industry, Danny Sugar. And he is now the father of the solar power industry. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. You right? don't, don't ever know. Exactly. <laughs> Stay with me. Exactly. But, so, uh, so scale up is the name of the business, right? Yes. And how many people work in the industry in your company? In our company, we have uh, seven full time, and then we have another circle of people who we pull in from time to time with specific skills. And we, South Florida based, or elsewhere? yes, it's South Florida based. We do have a partner in Munich, Germany. Okay. Okay. And he doesn't want to move over here because Volkswagen is one of his clients. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> he's and, not moving. And what's your th thoughts on, how long have you been in Florida? Been in Florida five years. What are your thoughts about the whole South Florida ecosystem and technology companies here and funding here and all that stuff? Um, I think funding is kind of tough here, but because it's a smaller market, I think you have more of an opportunity to get to know people personally because that really is how you get okay. with personal relationships, I believe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, um, you know, because I've been here, this is my this is my 20th year here in Florida, officially 20th this year. And Florida is, um, for people new to Florida, because five years still new, there's ebbs and flows of Florida, where, as you can imagine, uh, really build up, crash and burns, ups and downs. When when startups are popular, Miami's a city. Miami in particular, I live in Boca Raton. Miami's a city of um, uh, trends. And when fashion's trendy, when hip hop's trendy, and when startups are trendy, they're into it. And when it's not, they goes away. And storms come, and they we're in a much more. It's not as stable as. Uh, New York, where I'm from, New Jersey, where I'm from, or, or Boston, the stability is not totally here. And um, we're in a good trended period right now, but I've had people tell me when it's down, they're all hanging out at Starbucks looking for a job. <laughs> we haven't had it happen yet, but it's inevitable that we'll go through the period. Florida, so other places in the country don't experience that necessarily. They, the jobs continue, but in Florida, it's like a big tidal wave when it comes. Well, I think, I think the trends are actually um, on a different cycle in different places. I think that's more of what's happening. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I, I've been coming to Florida for a long so time. So I have, a, I have a really important question because I've done a bunch of consulting to startups in the past. And my experience was very difficult founders. Am I wrong about that? What do you mean? I've had difficulty with people. <laughs> I've had difficulty with startup founders, meaning especially technology founders who, when I say difficult founders, they didn't want to listen to me or they had other different ideas or they didn't trust me or they had really bad names of companies. This is my experience. I've had difficulties with founders of startups. Well, so, if they're not coachable, they're not going to raise money. Got it. Got it. Yes. Because that's, that's, a, that's a quality that um, investors look for. Okay. And we also do some due diligence for investors. Okay. So, or bring or bring 
startups, funding opportunities to investors. Uh, what about this issue? So I, I'm in Boca Raton. Someone once called me, because I'm running a startup event in Boca Raton. Someone once called me and said, you're, you're like the Silicon Valley guy of Boca Raton. I said, no, no. I call it, not Silicon Valley, I call it Retirement Valley. So what is your thoughts about the average age of the person of a startup with running a business in South Florida, a startup business in South Florida? Are you finding it to not like elsewhere? You know, I just read, I just saw a TED talk yesterday mm -hmm. about this very topic. They're talking yeah. about Albert Einstein said that, you know, if you pass 30 and you haven't made a mark on the world, you're done. Yeah. And that may be true for new ideas, but it is not true for startups. Yeah. The fact is that a lot of 30-somethings start up businesses, but the ones that succeed tend to be started by 50-plus gotcha, gotcha. year olds. Gotcha, gotcha. Perhaps You'd because- You'd hope to believe that. Well, yeah. it, there's apparently a great deal of research to show that. Okay, because that was the Silicon Valley The, the successful startups are started by people who are a little older. Gotcha, gotcha. So, of those people that will listen to this podcast out there, um, they're typically startup people in the Boca for Lauderdale, West Palm area, and they're trying to get their startup. What are your recommendations for funding and where should they start or how should they go about it? You know, um, should they have their deck ready? Do they need a consultant like or person like you to help them? Because, uh, for instance, I had a, I have because I've been out there a while in South Florida. I had a, someone contact me last night, and they sent me um, a link to their site. And it was amazing technology, amazing stuff they were talking about. But their site was horrible. Their messaging was horrible. Their email was like Gmail. Their every time I clicked, it was a different menu bar on the pages. It took me a hard time to figure out what I'm actually looking at. But then I finally, when I finally got deeper into it, I realized, wow, this guy's using NASA technology with sound to replace air conditioning systems. It took me a while to figure out. But, but you know, uh, where should someone start who's really has a great technology or idea or has some customers? Where do they go next? What should they be doing to prepare themselves? Or where do you get involved? Well, they have to be open to, to advice. They have yeah. to be coachable. Yeah. They have to be persistent enough with their vision that they can make it happen, but mm -hmm. humble enough to receive coaching from someone who can actually help them get there. Gotcha. I'll also let you know, we're going to finish up in a second. I'll also let you know, I've, I've been involved in a bunch of startups who've never raised any capital. We've just, with our hands, typed away, got the money in the door, I'm working on one right now. Uh, I've had, I actually have a couple offers for capital, but the offers are always so small that I'm usually not, um, I've, I've turned down two offers in the last couple of years. Well, They're usually so small for too much yeah. that I am like, I can just get that money for somewhere else. So it's like, well, I have the, trouble it, with investors. There's, well, there's an art to asking for money too and, and preparing yourself for investment. Gotcha. And that's something that is well worth um, hiring someone to help you do because that's one of the things we do. We help you see your company the way an investor sees it. Okay. Because they're not investing in your product. Sorry okay. to tell you. They're investing in the people, the product, and the market together. Gotcha. Those three things. The product and market fit and the people who can pull it off. Okay. So for the people listening, 
Um, how do they look up, do you have a website? Do you mention your website carefully so people can go to your website or an email address to get in touch with you or some other resource you would like for them to look up? Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I, so for years I had tried getting my wife to go to the gym with me, so finally LA Fitness happened to put a gym right at my corner. So we got, we got the membership, and for the last four months we've gone every day, <laughs> every weekday like 7 or 8 a.m., 9 a.m., we go every day. And I started getting used to, you know, you watch TV, you do things. I got used to watch, listen to podcasts. So um, I listen to podcasts every day, partially. Really good ones, bad ones. Uh, How to Travel the World for Free is a good one. Zero to Travel is one of my favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or Joe Rogan's an interesting podcast. Or New York Times is one called Daily. It's excellent. So um, what they kept mentioning, you know, create your own podcast. Remember, that's how I ended up creating my own podcast. You know, right? But um, after that experience last two months, I think that the next series of cars will have the ability to instantly get the podcast coming very quickly because that's a complete replacement of radio. Radio, as we know it, we know it's going away, but there hasn't been a good replacement. Serious, I don't use any of that stuff. It's TV. This stuff with the podcast can get very specific. Someone can listen to you in particular. That's why you should have your own podcast. I totally recommend you do it. And they will go back and listen to this, and they will listen to you carefully, maybe once or twice even, what you said, and they'll go to your, so go over your domain again. It's uh, scaleupexecutives.com. Scaleupexecutives.com. And your full name? My name is Janet Algren. Janet Algren. A-H-L-G-R-E-N. Okay. And then if they go to the site, they're informed, they have an email, they can contact you through there if they're interested in talking a little more about it. Yes, right? they can. There's a phone number there. There's an email there. Okay. Our, our, this is called Start a Pop, this uh, podcast. It's on, um, you know, it's on, uh, beyond being on Anchor, it's on um, Breaker, Google, Apple, um, Spotify, it's, you, you'll be able to hear yourself later today if you go back on any of those. And, nice. But uh, if you do, you have an iPhone. No. An iPhone. If you're on Android. You can get Android Podcast. It was a really good one I had. So this is on almost all those networks except for one. And, and anyway, so I recommend you yourself. Do you, Jen? Do you have anything else you want to say? Here you go. No, I'm committed to uh, startups. I mean, I think okay. we're the we're the ones who are creating jobs and. Uh, hopefully improving the world. Okay, sounds great. Thank you very much, and uh, we will, uh, we're going to be back with another podcast at Subdex in a little bit. Have a great day. Take care. Bye.